Hey, you guys. It's me, Allison, just sitting here in Dining Room Studios. I just got back from Bumbershoot. I had the best time. And you're about to hear the first live Bumbershoot show we did with Doug Benson and Annie Letterman. And I feel confident that you will enjoy this show. And if you don't, you can have your money back. (sighs) Seattle was so nice and overcast and cold and gray. And it was perfect fall weather except for one day or one afternoon, really, where there were just torrential downpours. But everyone in Seattle was kind enough to let us know that is not how it normally is in Seattle. Certainly not for Bumbershoot Weekend. They definitely didn't expect that to happen. It's not what they bargained for. So except for when I was getting just pissed on by the clouds. I mean, it was like, You stand out there for a second and you're just soaked. I didn't enjoy that. But the rest of the weather I did enjoy. But now here I am back in L.A. where it is a thousand million and ninety five going up to one hundred and fourteen zillion degrees. It's so, so unpleasantly hot. And also it's incredibly sunny. And I don't know who these people are who look outside and see a beautiful, hot, sunny day and think, oh, good, I'm in a better mood, because I'm not one of them. It puts me in a bad mood. I wish I was someone who liked sun, because then L.A. would be the right place for me. But I'm someone who does not like it. I think maybe Seattle was a better place for me. But anyway, here I am. This is where I am, and I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be talking to you guys. The shows were really fun. Although I realized after the first one that there were some announcements that I meant to make from the stage and I completely forgot. Hence, you guys are just getting a real buttload of announcements right now. Thank you in advance for putting up with them. And I'll have you know, for some behind-the-scenes info, I shut off my air conditioner while recording this so that you wouldn't have to hear it in the background. That's how much I love you. I'm willing to sweat. I'm willing to sweat for you, and I think you know that when I sweat, the main place that the sweat collects is on my upper lip, and it gives me a sweat stash, and it's super attractive. If you hear a slurping sound, it's just me slurping at the sweat off of my upper lip. Who wants to have sex with me? Okay, first of all, I forgot to tell people if you're going to buy something on Amazon, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. Thank you so much for your Amazon support. I also think I forgot to mention, unless I did mention it, in which case, I'm sure you'll let me know. We have t-shirts. Yay. We have t-shirts. They were for sale at Bumbershoot, and now they are for sale online. Um, Two different styles. There's men's in dark gray, and there's women's v-neck in light heather blue. And on my website, alisonrosen.com, on the right side, there is a picture of a t-shirt, and it says, t-shirts. Or maybe it says, we have shirts. It might say, you need a shirt. It might say, get a shirt. It might say, hot shirt. I don't know. I haven't figured out what it says yet. I mean, I said t-shirts, but then I'm like, that just feels so on the nose. Who knows? Two noses. Now three. Anyway, what I'm saying is, go there. Click on the picture of the t-shirt. It's on the right side of the website. It's all very self-explanatory. Get yourself a shirt. Yay. Okay. I feel like I'm just powering through these announcements. I want to thank Jenny from Gibson for hooking us up with two amazing Gibson guitars. Thank you so much. Uh, everyone go buy a Gibson because they were super nice to us. 
and uh, they loaned us guitars for Trap Dog to use at the show, and that was awesome. Um, who isn't hungry for snacks? No one isn't hungry for snacks. You walk into a grocery store and find an aisle of snacks personalized just for you. All of your favorites in one place. Awesome, right? Imagine if you didn't even have to leave the couch. That is where Nature Box comes in. Look, you know you're going to be tempted to snack. Nature Box says, give in to that temptation, but in a smart way that makes you feel great. Nature Box has the most delicious snacks on the planet. It's as simple as that. My favorite day of the month is when my Nature Box gets delivered to my doorstep. That's how delicious they are. And Nature Box makes your snacking dreams a reality and will change the way you snack forever. From my personal favorites like Southern Barbecue Sunflower Kernels to Sweet and Salty Nut Medley, Nature Box has over 100 ridiculously delicious snacks to choose from. That's how delicious they are. They're ridiculously delicious. They get delivered directly to your doorstep and there's zero chance of getting bored because they release brand new choices every single month. If you like options, Nature Box is for you. And uh, my favorite thing to snack on is options. Right now, you can enjoy your first box of NatureBox snacks on them, but only at naturebox.com slash Allison, and only if you act fast. Do it fast, you guys! Head to naturebox.com slash Allison right now to unbox a world of taste and possibility. One last time, that's naturebox.com slash Allison for your first box of beyond tasty hand-picked snacks sent right to your doorstep. So there you are. You're in your home, peering out your window, waiting for your NatureBox snacks to arrive. But my God, is your window treatment ugly? I mean, is it ugly? I'm just assuming, unless you went to blinds.com, in which case you're already set. September is a great month to open the curtains and let some light into your home without worrying that it's going to feel like a furnace. That makes it the perfect time to get roller shades from blinds.com. Roller shades are stylish and easy, and blinds.com has them with three different levels of openness or privacy. Solar roller shades, light filtering roller shades, and blackout shades. And by the way, Greg Heller, if you listen to the Thursday show, you know who that is. His wife said that they're looking for blackout shades, and he asked me to call and deliver all of this info straight into the voicemail, which I might do. It's an incredibly, incredibly targeted read. But you guys can have it all right now for free. Solar roller shades let you enjoy a view to the out, because obviously I'm going to be charging Greg Heller for that kind of targeted information. Solar roller shades let you enjoy a view to the outdoors while protecting your furniture and floors from damaging UV rays. Quit slathering your furniture and your floors in sunscreen, guys. Just get solar roller shades. They're available in designer prints and patterns that will update your home, and they have a neutral color on the back if you want, so they look uniform from the street. They have light filtering shades to give you privacy, but they still let light come into your room. Or blackout roller shades, which come in great patterns and colors, but will block out all the light. They're great for media rooms, bedrooms, and nurseries. Blinds.com saves you money. And Blinds.com believes it makes no sense to pay someone to do what you're capable of yourself. They're... They make it easy, and they're with you every step of the way. They take care of their customers. They have designs for every budget. Roller shades are the best way to let some light in this fall. Go to blinds.com now and start saving on roller shades today. You'll see easy in a whole new light with blinds.com. Okay, here it comes. The episode you've been waiting for, the episode from Bumbershoot, the episode featuring Doug Benson and Annie Letterman, and I should have said this right from the top. The live music of Trap Dog, who does all the music for the show. It was, well, you'll, I think I make a pretty sappy proclamation right at the beginning of the show, so you'll hear how I feel. But I'll just uh, 
step on that right now by saying it meant so much to me to be able to do these shows and to have Trap Dog there. It was just awesome. Here you go. Here's the episode. I love you. And now, live from the Cornish Playhouse at Bumbershoot in Seattle, Washington, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend podcast. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. He's a comedian you know from Captain EO, the Doug Loves Movies podcast, and Weed, it's Doug Benson. She's a comedian you know from Chelsea Lately, MTV's Girl Code, and the trending topic, hashtag butthole, it's Annie Letterman. Featuring live music from Tom Rapp, a.k.a. Trap Dog. Chef Jeff is here stealing bread from the mouths of decadence. I'm her husband, Daniel, as if life wasn't hard enough, asking you to hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Welcome to my first show at Bumbershoot and to what will be an amazing podcast. I'm super excited to be here. I will bring out my guests in a moment. But first of all, I just wanted to say hello. I wanted to thank everyone. I wanted to take you on a very, very short trip down memory lane, which is, as some of you might know, this podcast started as a Ustream show out of my apartment in Brooklyn. And we did a segment, which we still say we're going to bring back all the time, which was Fan Phone Call, where we would call fans... Uh, they had to submit their number first. Sometimes they would answer, sometimes they wouldn't. But one day, a man named Tom Rapp answered, and my friend Dustin, who was on the show, had the gumption, because Tom said he was a musician, and then Dustin said, oh, Allison needs some theme music. And I thought, that's so kind of rude to just put it that way. But Tom seemed okay with it. He came up with a song, I don't know if it was while we were on the phone with him, but it seemed like it, it was so fast. I mean, this is going back like six years. Um, right? About six years? I think it is. You can't, you can't do math when the lights are on you. It was going back a while. But anyway, he started doing music for the show. Uh, fast forward to now, I, I moved, well, I moved to California a while ago, started doing the show as a podcast, but it's been my dream to do it as a live show with Tom here playing music while we're doing the show. So I just want to say for me, this is the culmination of like something I've been dreaming about for a really long time. And I know you have, too. So. Thank you. All right. I think I it is time. Clap. That was very nice. <laughs> let's, let's do my guest is here, and let's bring out my guests. I do believe I heard the door. There's something I will not ignore. It's something I'm waiting for, and I believe they're here. It's time to do an interview for me and them and all of you. Don't you ever fear, because my guest is here. Because my guest is here. Because my guest is here. I hope that they don't go away while I'm on way over there. Sit right back and enjoy the show. Won't you give a cheer? Because my guest is here. Because my guest is here. Yay. All right. Hello, Annie Letterman. Hi. Hello, Doug Benson. Hey. So, so much, so much to get to. I did Doug's uh, show last night, Doug Loves Movies. Never heard of it. And what I learned, so Doug had this little catapult through which he would hurl donut holes into the audience. Mm Mm-hmm. 
People loved flying baked goods more than comedy or games. It made me feel like, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, it was, uh, it's been an interesting thing, finding out how much an audience loves having uh, donuts hurled at them, and then, <laughs> and then finding out how much people are okay with listening to that. Like, wh what a boring podcast, listening to somebody hurl donuts into a crowd, but people s seem to like it all around. Now, was the audience mic so you could hear the splat on their face? Or Not really, no. You just, you know, had a guess. You, you hear an occasional thud, I guess, <laughs> if it was a particularly juicy one. donut. <laughs> well, it's weird. Juicy. <laughs> or stale. I think, to me, the thing that people hate more than anything is hearing chewing on a podcast, and yet you have a podcast where you eat food. Right, there's the Dining with Doug and Karen podcast, which is just a scam to get uh, fancy chefs to make us a meal. And then we eat it, and you know we don't critis criticize it. We're always That's a crunching sound effect. That's what it sounds like when I have sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, with my God. Food, with a piece of food. Oh, my God. Because one of you is, is eating a corn chip? No, I only have sex with Funyuns, so... Um, so this is the kind of thing that when I woke up and I remembered that I dreamed it, I was like, don't tell anyone, definitely don't say it on stage. And yet I must. I had a dream that there were mushrooms growing in my vagina last night. Oh my God, Can, are they magic? Can I eat you out? <laughs> Could be a fun bumper shoot. I did not schedule that into all the segments that we're doing. But um, who knows what could happen. <laughs> so, Annie, you uh, had something exciting. I feel like I'm like Byron Allen, like setting you up. So you had something exciting happen to you earlier, did you not? Uh, <laughs> I had something really exciting happen to me earlier. I ran into the band Train, which you may know from 1996. Um, I ran into them in New York um, like three months ago. They were hanging out with a friend of mine, and I just randomly was like, the band train is here? We like were at the their whole hotel. band? The band. I don't the, know. Were you... they going to try to pull a train on your friend? Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. They're no, they had seen... They were the... in a bar. It's all of them, you know? It was in a hotel bar, a fancy hotel bar, and I, I went to, like, randomly, I was like, train's here. That's so fucking weird. And they were all awesome and, like, really funny. And, um, and then I was like, this night's so crazy. I'm hanging out with the band Train. You don't know you, know you know what they look like until you see them. And you're like, that's fucking Train. Um, and so we're sitting there, and the whole night is amazing. Nothing can get better. And then Dennis Quaid comes up. <laughs> Wasted. Wow. And here's the thing. Dennis Quaid and Train didn't know each other. They just saw each other on an elevator together. And I guess famous people just like make eye contact. They're like, we should hang out. We have a lot in common. <laughs> we do. So then he came out. and then It's true. I know. What's it like, guys? Thank you for having me. Um, and then, so, so then they're like, we should all jam upstairs in this hotel room. And so I go up with Train. It's me, two male comedians, me, and then Train and Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid takes a guitar, starts playing gin and juice acoustic. Swear to fucking God. Everyone's mind blown. We're all singing songs. Like, it would be weird if I didn't sing along. We're singing, like, the Eagles. It's, like, crazy. It's totally insane. I'm having this great time. They're talking to us about comedy. They're totally respecting us, thinking we're wonderful. And then the end of the night, I have to leave. I'm like, I got to go. And they're like, all right. And right as I'm about to leave, they go, hey, you should fuck that guy. And he's just some random guy that, because they're tour managers. And they're like, remember when you respected me? And they're like, we respect you. You should still fuck him. And I was like, you guys ruined it, train. You ruined my fucking perfect night. And I left, and I was like, fuck train. This is so annoying. Was he attractive? The guy they wanted me to fuck? Yeah. No, no, it was Dennis Quaid. It was Dennis Quaid. No, I probably would have. If it was Randy, I definitely would have fucking done it. 
But so then it was like really ins- insulting. And then I go to what does that sound? Just means. Am we're, I being like taken? Off? I'm being. No, it just off? means we're a minute from it being 4:20 somewhere. Oh my god. Yeah, but. That commitment. That is sounded like the end of the story too. I didn't. It's mean the it. end of that story. But then I was like, "Fuck train!" It's so annoying. I was like, "You know, I can walk like summer and I can talk like rain. I can remind him that there's room to change, but I can't take my pussy off, and they're still going to try to get me to have sex with someone." So I leave, never see them again, and then I walk into into the fucking dining hall here, and I go, "Oh, hey, train! Remember me?" Took them a second, and then they did. Train's I, here today. Train's here. Go get them. <laughs> But they apologized to me. They did? Did you mm-hmm. have to make them apologize? I said, do you remember what you did? And then they tried to blame Dennis Quaid, but Dennis Quaid was a perfect gentleman. Yeah, don't you fuck with DQ. He was amazing. But so I had a redemption moment with the band train. So are you going to fuck the guy now? And now I'm going to go fuck the guy. No, they said he doesn't work for them anymore, and he honestly never worked for me, if I'm being honest. <laughs> it was never for me. But well, so I feel like I wanted you guys to like that story more, but that's okay. I think... It was, Thank you. Um, people yeah. loved it. People Let's loved give it. it up for that it story. Heart, it's a good story. Story of redemption. Yeah. Okay. So some of you have note cards upon which you may have written questions because we're going to do topic Ooh. sombrero. To my left here, you'll notice an inflatable sombrero. Um, according to Amazon, and I did. <laughs> you can click through my banner. This can be worn for parties, but it's no, it flat. can't. It's totally bullshit. It's flat. I know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's actually it can be worn by a pool. Right. It's a. It's. You have to get Tom Brady to deflate it a little bit before you're, <laughs> before you're able to wear it. Are you guys fans of Tom Brady or him saying that joke? What I said, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Me too. Me too. The so Seahawks don't like Tom Brady. <laughs> No. So let's collect the questions in this, and I'll come out while we hear Topic Sombrero, and then we'll pull questions out of the hat, because I like to pull questions out of We're going to hear the Topic Sombrero song live. Yes, we oh are. My God. Oh, okay. shit. I might slide off I the seat. I hope I can hear it. Okay, that's okay. Two, three, four. So far. It's the Topic, Topic Sombrero. We ask for topics, and you send them in. It's the topic, topic sombrero. Now pick a topic and let's begin. It's the topic sombrero. Oh no, is there another one? Okay. Tom, play it again. I'm just kidding. Okay. Oh my god. (laughs) He takes direction well. It's the topic, topic sombrero again. We ask for topics and you send them in. One more time. It's the topic, topic sombrero. Now pick a topic, let's begin. It's the topic, sombrero. Oh, yeah. Don't fall in love. A hat full of questions. Now, what I did not do was vet any of them ahead of time. So who knows what we're going to pull out. Oh, no. Could be anything in that sombrero. I want to guess that guy was so excited to give his. I want to guess which one was his. I hope we pick yours. Okay, pick one out and then read it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. While I... Stuck together. Okay. 
I'm going to peer over your shoulder. Okay. Uh, I'll just read it. This is Rob. He's 45, and he's from Bellingham, Washington. Have you given any advice you now regret? If so, to whom? And what would you say differently? Ooh, that is a good question. Mm-hmm. I've got one. I... I've only given perfect I... advice. <laughs> I go back and over the years, I've gone back and forth about whether if you like someone uh, and you you are sort of trying to assess how they feel about you, whether it's good to just tell them or not. I think growing up, my thing was always I was very afraid of rejection and I wanted to be able to keep my pride and I didn't want to lose face and I was just very concerned with all of that. Um, And for the most part, I think... If you tell me if you guys agree with this, if you have to tell someone, it's probably not going to go your way. Well, maybe that's not the case. I feel like as you get older, you just kind of know. Oh, I just tell everyone. Do you? I go, let's fuck. And they're like, ew. And I'm like, okay. Why now I know. <laughs> Moving on. So now I. <laughs> true. Now I actually wait. think the, whole, like, the goal is to not it just put it out there. And you sh- it doesn't matter that much what someone's reaction is. I mean, of course it does, but you shouldn't be so hung up on that. So mm-hmm. I think that in the past I would have maybe advised someone to do the thing where you wouldn't end up feeling rejected. And now I would advise someone, just find out, and you'll get over it, and that's kind of what life yeah. is about. Go get rejected. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get, get it if you don't ask for it. A that's lot, right. A lot, a lot of the time. That. Sometimes you also don't get it when you ask, ask for it. <laughs> that happens a lot, actually. That's but, right. you know, it's like you said, cut out the middleman or whatever. My worst advice was I, I met Donald Trump, told me she'd go into politics. I, <laughs> I regret that. It's my fault, yeah. That's your uncle? I was like, if you go into politics, it'll be huge. And then your niece will you'll be You'll be the show. greatest candidate that ever ran. It'll, you'll be so great, it'll make people's heads spin. He says shit that makes no sense constantly. Dummies love it. <laughs> I am genuinely concerned he's going to like, ironically be voted into office. Because you can't read tone I on a ballot. I feel he is. It's scary, right? <laughs> I'm, hoping, I'm hoping he's alienated enough people that it won't happen. But, I mean, so many people around me, because I've voiced this concern, they're like, no, there's no way. Right. I hope that's the case. I just think... He's riding a wave of people who are just fascinated by what a doofus he is. They might vote for him. If he gets the nomination, though, people will vote for any Democrat to, to stop it from happening. I feel like um, maybe that is what your dream was about, your fear. The mushrooms, the mushrooms. growing out of your <laughs> vagina yes. was like, I'm yeah, afraid like, something crazy is going to happen in a sacred place, like our government. It's quite possible. I'm pretty smart. My college went out of business. You can't tell. There's going to be a, some sort of fungus in the White House. There's some fungus among the White House. I'm good at rhyming. It looks too. like you're vetting the questions now, like you changed your mind. You guys all have, like, sociopath handwriting, by the way. They're just all serial killers in here. Okay. Nikki from Portland, Oregon says, Pick a TV show. Now you are stuck on a desert island with the cast of that TV show. Which cast member would you eat first if you had to resort to cannibalism? <laughs> oh, good. You have an answer. Go for Ironically, it. Wow, my show was Survivor, so we already were on an island, and I would eat Jeff Probst. Botox tastes good. <laughs> he has Botox. He mentioned it on an episode. I watched everyone twice. It's a great show. Revisit it. If it gets canceled, I kill myself. Why did he? Why did he say that he had Botox? He like he was like in a tribal 
ceremony or whatever, and the and wind blew, and he goes, oh, that almost made my forehead move or something. He made a Botox joke, and I was like, good for fucking you, Jeff Probst. But also, guys, don't get Botox. That's fucking weird. It's weird, right? I agree. Except I'm looking at your fucking slick forehead. <laughs> well, he didn't have Botox because he's able to move it. <laughs> yeah. I like to move it, move it. Um, what was the question again? Okay, you're stuck... Pick a TV show. Oh, That's such where a, it it's starts. It's already I have hypotheticals I that I'm not, I'm not a fan of, and then well, complicated ones. Want a different one? No, okay, no, pretend no but I want, I want to answer this one. I'm, I'm digging the challenge. Uh, so it's a, uh, you're on an island with a TV show cast, and then which one would you eat first? I'm trying to think of like the sexiest cast I can think of. Like maybe season one, Charlie's Angels, and That's I'd good. eat Bosley first, just... Because I want to look at the ladies for a little bit longer. Get rid of that competition. Exactly. Get that Bosley out of the way. Yeah. Fucking pussy walk. <laughs> little golf applause for Bosley reference. I thought that was like a horse galloping. <laughs> I can't decide whether I'd choose Facts of Life or Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot is my current favorite show. I also like Pretty Little People Liars. People love Mr. Robot. I have not seen it's it It's so good. It took me nine episodes to get in out of ten, but I really became obsessed after that. That guy's such a I weirdo. I was resenting. My husband was making me watch. Not making me, but he just couldn't handle Pretty Little Liars anymore, so it was like all we could agree on. So I was just begrudgingly watching it, and by that I mean watching it, but sighing and rolling my eyes and like tweeting during it, yeah. letting him know how I felt right. about my sacrifice that I was making by focusing my eyes on this thing that wasn't entertaining. And then suddenly it just, all of a sudden I was obsessed, and now I'm going back and watching it. So I'm going to say Mr. Robot, and I'm going to choose Elliot, even though he's really scrawny, and I don't think he would be very Is nourishing. Is he the main character? Yes. He has the face of your guy's handwriting. Yes, he does. He has the crazy face to your fucked up weird block writing. Why? And here's, okay, one more. <laughs> one more question, and then we are moving on to another segment, because we've okay. got more songs to get to. What was your biggest fail on stage? Anna from Seattle wants to know. There's a thing that is coming to my mind. I wouldn't say it's a biggest fail, but it was a moment that I wish I could have not experienced, which was, Doug, you were on this podcast, actually. It was during PodFest, and I was telling what I thought was like a funny, awkward story about an exchange I had with that guy whose name I'm blanking on. Jeff, who am I thinking of? What are you, a woman? No, it wasn't Greg Proops. You produce his... Oh, I can't believe I'm blanking. You do his. Po- you did his um, podcast for David a while. David Hasselhoff, uh, Chris, something. Terry Crews. Titus. Yes, Chris, Titus. Christopher Titus. Do you remember that super awkward moment? Nope. Okay, it wasn't. Me- it wasn't memorable. It was just a story I told where I felt like I put my foot in, in my mouth. In People front are always of him. tweeting me. Sorry about what I said to you last night, and I write back. No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> well, no, that's exactly what it was. I was on. We were doing a podcast together. I was on stage with him, and I felt like I had been making. I made a few jokes at his expense. So after, and it was at the Brea Improv. Um, it's a real hyper local, not to you guys reference, but. Um, and where the sound was really bad. So I couldn't, like, he and I couldn't quite hear each other. So afterwards, I said to him, sorry, I was kind of busting on you. And then I expected him to be like, no problem. But he was like, oh, what did you say? And then I started kind of recapitulating it. And then it went from, oh, there was no problem between us. But now I think there might be. Yeah. And now there really will be. 
Anyway, it was awful. It. Yeah, I created it. And then I tried to tell that story, and it didn't go over well. Oh, the last uh, time you told that story. Yes. This time you it's... turned that ship around. That's right. Yeah. It's a very popular story. It's yeah, one of my best. I'm going to tr- tour on that story. So that was my biggest fail. You guys? Um, for me, it would have to be uh, one time I won a contest, a stand-up comedy contest, where it was sponsored by Virgin Airlines. And uh, part of the prize was a flight to uh, London on Virgin Airlines. And then and I got to stay in London for a few days. And then also part of the prize was that I got to perform on the plane on the way back. <laughs> what a win. Yeah. I remember when Virgin for was everyone. doing that. Virgin just tried that along with like personal massage and a lot of weird things. But, did you get uh, the massage as part of the prize? I did it. I did it. I, was, I think they sat me in coach. But <laughs> the point is... That for my stand-up portion that I had to do, like it was part of the deal, was uh, they were they were torn between they wanted me to either carry around a little speaker with a microphone attached to it and just work various sections and cat cabins, <laughs> or they were like, or you could do it over the PA, and I was like, I don't think. Comedy should be happening over an airplane's PA. Huge although, mistake. <laughs> although that never stopped any of them from trying it. Right. Oh, they always try. No, they always, yeah. They, they, there's a lot of comedy, on, uh, especially on Southwest. But, but I felt like also if you can't see anybody, it'd be weird to be doing an act where you're just kind of reciting the material yeah. and you can't see anybody's reaction because, uh, you know, wherever, wherever you have to stand to be on the PA is not going to be in the middle of the plane. So I opted for the... Uh, the, the speaker that I held in my hand and I walked around and it was like doing up close comedy it was like magic but with comedy and it was just me busting on them like where are you from you know? were they into it? K- kind of and because <laughs> I'd have to walk up and go hi I'm a comedian and I've been I'm supposed to do this did you have is to it- like drop your credits? I won a comedy contest yeah I won a contest and this is what happens when you win a contest there's you're punished. There's no such thing as a prize in this world anymore. It sounds uh, terrifying. Like it, it was weird, like but here's the best part. Show. It was a long-ass flight, so no matter what time of day it is, it was daylight, but no matter what time of day it is, if it's an eight- or nine-hour flight, uh, tons of people just had their sleeping masks on. <laughs> so I'm walking around trying to do, quietly do comedy for people who aren't uh, completely Ma'am, would you like, would you like a drink mode. or some jokes? <laughs> Peanuts? Yeah, it was, it, was, it was just very strange, and, and uh, I just did it for as, as long as I had to before everyone would kind of look at me like, yeah, pack it in, there's no... Because <laughs> also, my bosses were just, were people that just, like I, like I said, they didn't even know which, which way I should do the performance. Like, it wasn't worked out ahead of time at all, and uh, it was uh, an honor. You should... You should never do comedy in a place where you can like escape. Like no one can leave. Right. I mean, look at all leave. the exits that are in this place. It's fantastic. I mean, they know. There's very, so many ways to get light. get the hell out of here. But it's just like it's like I'm casinos. Excited. I hate when you like you do a casino and then you just are walking around watching people watch oh, you try, play. Oh, try try playing a cruise ship. Ugh. No you're cruise like, ship. You're like you're on you're you do the show and then the next day at, at brunch every person there is the people that were at the show. Just so mad at you. Yeah, uh, 
maybe. They're like, oh, those Titanic jokes were such I've a I've done nightmare. a few. I've done a few cruises early on that didn't go well, but lately I do like rock cruises, so it's a much better You do the 311 cooler, cruise, cooler right? Crowd. Yeah, that's um, the most fun thing ever. Train has a cruise. Yeah. I bet they do. They really do. It's true. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, Ladies, welcome. <laughs> I think it's mostly ladies, right? They have a real lady following. Forty-five-year-old, like, fifty. That main guy is a handsome crooner. They, uh, yeah, that that night with them, a lot of older women came by and just recited lines and lyrics to them the whole night, just oh forever. Oh my god, yeah, they have, they have the words tattooed on their vagina. They were like, Dennis Quaid, get out of the way. We got to get to train. Pat, what was your biggest fail on stage? Um, casino. Um, there was a guy who yelled out, you suck. And I was like, actually, you suck because you have a job too as an audience member to not yell out, you suck, you piece of shit. And my biggest fail was that I didn't actually say that. I was like, get out. <laughs> and I just thought it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, how'd you recover? Um, I just didn't. I just kind of <laughs> ate, ate a little weed and did the next show. I was like, I'll enjoy this if you don't. Let's thank you for your questions. Let's do deleted tweets. Now, this is where we read tweets that we thought of sending, but we didn't. And I'm just going to say in advance, they're not going to land well. That's why we didn't send them. The whole thing will be awkward. Get ready. Can't wait. Feel that beat. I believe we have a deleted tweet. Not so sweet. Maybe that thought is incomplete. Think I'll bid a quick retreat. I believe we have a deleted tweet. Okay. Does everyone have? I know that's one of my favorite songs. Does everyone have a potentially tweeted but not tweet at mm-hmm. the ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. I will start. Just exercised. Wish I could put the smell of my armpits on Twitter. <laughs> and I didn't send that because it's gross. The funny thing is that in my head, I remembered it. Uh-oh, we're losing two people. <laughs> Shit. We're losing many more than that, <laughs> I think. I remembered it as a, t- a tweet about farts that I didn't send, but knows about my armpits. Yeah. Okay, you guys. Um, I had one that said, British people's resting face looks like they're trying to solve a math equation in their heads and their thong is on backwards. That's good. Why didn't you send that one? Because I was afraid of the Brits. (laughs) I didn't want them to get mad at me. (laughs) I can't find it, the one I'm looking for. So keep going. All right. I found it. Fake out. Um, my friend Todd Berry uh, tweeted a picture of himself uh, that said, amazing picture of me on stage at Oddball Fest, Holmdale, New Jersey. And it was uh, dated today or yesterday. And it's a pretty cool picture. It's a really big crowd at uh, Oddball Fest. But I wanted to tweet. I just don't like insulting my friends on, on Twitter. You mm-hmm. know, Todd's a really good guy. Oh, it's so fun to hurt Todd. But I wanted to, I wanted to tweet after he said, this, here's an amazing picture of me on stage. I wanted to tweet, always wondered what a sea of boredom looked like. <laughs> <laughs> you should have. Yeah. But I He's asking I don't know. for it. But then it just becomes, then you just back and forth all the time. And I'm, I'm just not, that's not my style. It's Todd Berry and Brendan Walsh are just constantly. That's what I. Each that's what was for that's, the win. I was sort of inspired by Brendan Walsh when I thought of it. It's so sure. fun. I feel like I channel him when I tweet it. 
Todd. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I got. Okay. I, I got like... a smelly one. Oh, okay. oh let's hear that it. reminds me of yours. Ate smoked salmon on the plane without a fork. Flight attendants keep accusing me of fingering the chick next to me. <laughs> <laughs> too gross. Too gross. Yeah. I, I, I like it, though. <laughs> all right. Let's do... Now, here... Let's do... Hey, go fuck yourself, which is a segment that I used to do all the time. And I stopped doing it because I felt like it encouraged or potentially encouraged the haters. But I got one tweet that I feel like deserves a little bit of attention. So um, I'm trying to think. You know, you know what? I'll just read the tweet and then that's how we'll do it. Okay, great. It's a real well-oiled machine. So after I said that I was hanging out with you and that you were the, the secret guest tonight, mm-hmm. the guy who has been on every, that's capital, every live show is a super surprise. Uh. Props for overselling. Wonder who the surprise Podfest guest will be. Wow. So much anger. Really came at you for that. I he know. came at you too. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. I'm, I'm a, little, a little collateral damage here. Right. I wasn't even mentioned. <laughs> No, no, so you're sad about that? <laughs> that well, guy really hurt all of us. <laughs> yeah, he spared no one. I mean, <laughs> here's the thing, guy. Doug hasn't been on every live show. He's just been on some of the live shows. Mm-hmm. Also, I really don't think it's overselling. I think people are very excited about Doug. I've been on, the, I've been on a record number of live Allison Rosen as your new best That's friend right, shows. But not capital every. Yeah. And there, was, there were all sorts of reasons that it was a surprise and a secret. Sure. Like, one, mainly. And I'm not doing PodFest. So, so you know what? This guy can. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Oh, nice. Acapella. Oh, my God. Also, if someone's a good live fucking guest, then they get fucking booked, bro. That's right. Yeah, that's right. such a good okay. guest. Sorry he crushes. One of the best guests there is. I've heard Do it. You... Todd Berry tweeted about himself a second ago. <laughs> so we're going to do Just Mirror Everyone, but unless you guys want to tell anyone to fuck themselves. Of course I do. Uh-huh. Oh, good. Okay. Do you have one? Yeah, no. yeah I do have one. You want to go first? It doesn't sure. have to be a tweet or a comment. It could just Why it could I... be train. I mean, it could be anything. Yeah. Train can go fuck themselves. I mean, they can, but I had a guy calling me fat on Periscope, and so I found him on Facebook and messaged his wife and told her, because his Facebook really fucking pissed me off. And he was heavy set, and so was his whole family. And it was like, everything was like, my beloved son, my beloved husband. I'm like, you don't get to be beloved in your fucking house and a fucking piece of shit on my Periscope. So I just wrote, and I said, your husband seems like a lovely guy um, to you. But just heads up, when he's not with you, he's just calling strangers fat. So enjoy. What was her reaction? She never wrote back. I think because I posted that I wrote that, I think he saw that I posted that. My whole thing is I don't care if the wife actually sees it. I just want them to block me. I make the trolls block me. I'll tag their wives under fucked up things. Then they block me. My fucking, no blood on my hands. My fat, chubby hands. (laughs) Just bacon grease. You know what he can do? Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. <laughs> nice. Um, the lady whose name I don't even bother to know or memorize or care about, who thinks that uh, she can uh, not let uh, gay people get married. Oh, yeah, that kind And is Kim really, Davis. because of her religious belief, because, of course, in the Bible it says, you know, break the law. 
just because of us, just because of the Bible. <laughs> Or whatever. I don't know what it says in there. <laughs> no, it says that exactly. It's hard it to says, read. It's that's hard an to exact read. quote yeah. from it. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of words. Um, it's like a thick book. Yeah. Then I think it says uh, page two of the Bible. Them gays need to be stopped. They don't get no ring, ring yeah. fingers, and they don't get to kiss. <laughs> mm-hmm. It does She's sound like you were going to go for another finger blasting reference. Another one. And I can't get over the last one. I only do one a, one a show. Two. That's probably about right. That gets you the PG. <laughs> gets you the PG thirteen yeah. if you keep the finger blasting low. But. Uh, yeah, now she's in jail. Now that now she's becoming a martyr for people that think that gays are somehow uh, stopping them from uh, having their own religious beliefs. And so, to that lady, I say, Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. What a bitch! It's the law it's the that she law. has to go fuck herself. That's right. Well, I think someone else will be fucking her now. Yeah. With their fingers. <laughs> I think we're up to like four references I don't now. Know. You made me Is that it. how it works? Bless like when you. ladies are in jail together, they get raped, finger raped? Sure. Okay. I haven't been in prison since I was 15, so I don't know. What? No, I'm just, I never got arrested. Oh, okay. No, there's, nothing, there's no bigger free ride than a 15-year-old lady's prison. Oh, yeah. Nothing bad like, happens in there. They keep your pants buttoned the whole time. Do you guys watch Orange is the New Black? Whose mm-hmm. is what? Orange is the New Black. Mm-mm. I watched, I've watched some. I like that it exists. Yeah. I just, I've I haven't binge watched anything on, on Netflix. I can't do it. It's really, it's very entertaining and watchable, but perhaps you would come away from the show with the same feeling I did, which is completely unrealistic. I feel like I might do well in a uh, low security prison, I low think security would. women's prison. I think it might would. be fun. I think there's you so would. much camaraderie. I mean, there's also a lot of um, like race-based hatred. You're kind of ethnically ambiguous. Thank you. It is a good thing. It might be a good thing. I have to pick a team though when mm-hmm. in prison. They pick you. That's true. They pick. That's you. true. I guess I would find out what I really. I'm not am. going up. I'm like, hey Asians, I'm in. They're like, get out. Like, what's the worst thing that's happened to a character on uh, Orange is the New Black? Like, murder? Yes. Has someone been murdered? Yes. Uh, well, that's not good. Didn't some lady's baby die? Didn't her baby die? Oh, my God. Now I'm blanking. The baby was in the prison somehow? The baby was in the belly. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was and pregnant they waited in too prison. long and her baby died, right? Yeah, you don't want to... Oh, be- they no. took it away? Yes, yes. But it wasn't God's hand that took it away. Okay, it was But I think away. they okay. said... There was... Okay. For a second, we thought a baby had died, but then it didn't. Oh, uh, it wasn't uh-oh, dead? Spoilers. Mm. No. Okay, let's do... <laughs> I'm disappointed, but just... <laughs> let's do Just Me or Everyone. Oh. Mm. Sometimes I ponder on something I have further done. It's just me. Or everyone. This is amazing to see it live. I know, isn't it super fun? He's so amazing. He's got a mustache and a fucking sweet slick back ponytail. He's everything you would dream of. <laughs> okay, so people uh, tweet us things they think or do, and then we weigh in on if we also do them. And if you have some to offer, we can do those too. Chris says, just me or everyone, become unreasonably angry when hearing the sounds of someone eating or chewing, even if it's at normal volume. Because we were kind of talking about this earlier. I don't have... I don't care. I'm fine with it. We were talking about this earlier? Yeah. 
Yeah, about and then we talked about your podcast, and you're like, I'm trying to get free food, bitches, but you didn't say bitches. What? That was today. Just a little while ago. Remember? What'd we say? That people don't like on podcasts hearing people chew. Oh, they're chewing because yes. I have a food podcast. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, you've heard this one? You did mention that. <laughs> yeah. But it's um, funny, though, that that very, is it just me, was like, a, is it just me I thought of today? Yeah. Because it does drive me crazy. Really? Hmm. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like any noises at all. Uh, <laughs> at all. Yeah. I want everything, everyone's silent all the time. <laughs> No, it's weird. Like, even on the plane, when there's, like, two loud businessmen that hit it off and decide to discuss their boring lives. Oh, I hate when people are super happy to see each other. Oh, it's the super worst. I'll put headphones on and turn the music up as as loud Uh -uh. as it'll go, and I can still kind of hear, and I'm a fucking asshole. Oh, yeah, so am I. I can still kind of hear it. (laughs) Uh Uh-uh. And it drives me crazy. Like, I just just don't... I wish planes were just a quiet space for... Comedy. everybody listen to something. Wait, but they're not. But that's the thing that pisses me off. They're not. There's no agreement that planes are going to be fucking quiet. I am a loudie, so I fucking support loudies. And I fucking saw this stupid piece of shit on a plane. This woman was so mad. These two women were like reconnecting or something, having this great time, enjoying themselves. And she goes, we can all hear you. And no one stood by her because it was like they were laughing and having like a nice time. And I just was like, we can hear you too. (laughs) And then it was just like, she just sat there like sourpuss the whole time. And it just fucking pissed me off. Just let people have a good time. Put your headphones on. They give free ones. That's, yeah. If you don't want people to have a good time on a plane, don't ever fly to Vegas because there's just going to be a handful of people. But fly back from Vegas. They're so fucking, yeah, they're so fucking full of hope on the way there. That uh, that they like applaud when the plane lands. It's awful. Ugh. It's absolutely people awful. People who like Vegas are not right. They are wrong people. Um, I hate when people. Um, this is more specific. Okay. I hate when people on TED Talks have cotton mouth because I'm like, oh, if you're yeah. teaching me, can you just get that one thing fucking right? It's pretty impossible to listen to people with cotton mouth because you begin to feel cringy for them. I'm worried about their health. Yes. And they, the person and presumably them. they're very nervous. Yeah, just get your shit together. There should be a TED Talk on how to not have cotton mouth when you have a TED Talk. I had an ancient history professor in, uh, I don't want to brag or anything, but junior college. <laughs> who, who had the weirdest... I keep hearing that and going, oh, it's raining again. I, uh, <laughs> it's starting to hail a little bit. You know, I love to... Uh, the thing I love about Seattle, if I could just throw this in, is just that they have a saying here that <laughs> applies very... It, it's very smart. And it's that if you don't like the weather, you should wait five minutes and then shoot yourself in the <laughs> face. All right. I knew so, it was suicide. <laughs> I was like... I came into the show tonight going, I got to work that joke in somewhere because it's, it's one of my favorite jokes I ever wrote and it only works in Seattle. I thought of that joke earlier when I was... Lamenting the rain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, people here are just like, they're over it, and then you, they can even laugh about it. But everyone keeps saying... In other cities, that jokes are like, oh, poor Seattle. <laughs> oh, poor suicidal Seattle. <laughs> oh, but oh, they're on death S-S-S-C. watch. See, that, look at these three people are going right now. They're oh, ritual man. suicide. Oh, my God. We were having a good time at Bumbershoot, and then those three brought up other options like killing ourselves. 
You guys realize it makes me suicidal you're leaving, but that's fine. I know. You know what? There was a couple others that sneaked out earlier, and I, and I was trying not to make a thing about it, and I didn't until right now. Well, you know what? It was a fucking thing. I saw it, too, and it Did hurt. you? Okay. Yeah, I fucking saw it. You it, don't want to hear my fifth fingering joke? Well, fuck you. It's, that was only number three, and it's, you know, it's a <laughs> festival thing. You have to just get used to that at a festival. There's always somebody that's like, oh, shit, we want to go see that other thing. They want to see parts of things. But everybody else that's here right now is committed to staying till the very end. Am I right? Thank you. Bound to us. Yeah, you all just signed a document like Donald Trump. It's funny that with the Seattle rain that everyone's like, did everyone say this to you today? Where they're like, it doesn't usually rain like this. And I'm like, the only thing I know about your city is that it rains like this. Nice fucking try. But apparently the kind of way In it rains defense, today is In their defense, it's unusual. heavier. It's more yes. monsoony than normal. Mm-hmm. Normally and it's really livable. It's really, it's, you could walk around like, fuck it, I don't give a shit. They don't even carry shit. umbrellas. But this one's kind of a drencher. Like you see people like going around puddles, which you don't normally see here. There's and, like a uh, lake in there. Yeah, there's a kind of a lake puddle outside. But um, also, usually Labor Day falls earlier, and, and the uh, previous weekend is usually pretty sweet weather-wise. That was almost poetry. <laughs> yeah. Except usually. then I remembered that... <laughs> then I remembered that last weekend it was like, there was like a hailstorm, so... <laughs> I take you, it all back. Glo- global here? warming. Bill Nye. Here we go. Were you here last weekend? Or you just follow the weather in Seattle? No, no, no. I was talking to people about PAX oh. was here last weekend. The Penny Arcade Expo, which is a video game expo. That, and, you went to that? Nah. Oh, but, you talked to people no, about I know, it. No, I know nerds. And okay. um, I was talking about how last weekend was... Normally, they're the same weekend, PAX and Bumbershoot. They're kind of two different things. Like, all the hippies go outside and all the nerds go inside. Gotcha. But, uh, but this year, PAX was last weekend and, and Bumbershoot's this weekend. So they separated them, finally, just for no particular reason, I don't think. And then the weather was shitty both weekends. Great story, Doug. Well, you know what? <laughs> Burning Man is also happening right now, and we're just not even talking about <gasps> two it Two people are leaving. No, you promised. I just heard you that. You uh, promised. They're us. like, we packed now last weekend. We thought it was. Oh, well, they were like Burning Man's an option. Let's get, <laughs> let's get on. This. They were wearing fur boots and see-through tuxedos. I will be honest. But I hate so. to break it to them though. Burning Man got rained out this year. Did it? No. That'd be so awesome. I was like, dreams come true. I don't think that's even. If, if it rained, everyone would just dance be like, around oh, and my be. Ecstasy feels better. Yeah. Maybe like the drought is over. <laughs> Um, Laura White Wilhite says, when I have a bad dream where someone is hurt or dies, I'm a little disappointed when I call to find out they are fine. This, was, this is potentially the most dark and a little bit alarming one I've ever gotten, and I've been doing this for a while. I don't have that. Mm-mm. That is, uh, I, I think when she says she's a little disappointed, she means like deep, deep inside and not something that you would ever tweet to somebody. Right, You right. know, like there's, uh, I could see, because we all have a dark side in terms of just like thinking of things. That's true. You know, so she, so the, the thought passing through your mind isn't so scary, but the part about little disappointed, I mean, I guess she wants to have a good track record in her crazy uh, predictions. Yeah, right. Uh, so that's why she's disappointed, but, uh, you know, at least that loved one is alive. Yeah, she wants to be, like, psychic, but you don't want to be the psychic that predicts death, do you? Yeah, you, you know, no. when, when they pull I... out the death card, they're always kind of like, oh, no, there must be something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing fucking... You can't... Yeah, There's when not you're a... 
paying twenty dollars to have your uh, future read. You know, they're not going to tell you death. They're going to tell you come back next they week. They want your you next die. twenty. Yeah. I just feel like it's like there's not really like a better feeling than waking up and realizing someone's not dead. <laughs> I yes, like there love is that waking feeling. up and realizing there's not mushrooms growing in your vagina. That's the same thing. I mean, it's a human life or, you know, pussy mushrooms, but that's fine. <laughs> I know you're not like a weed person, Allison, but I you swear to you, I swear to you, one of the best things that weed has done for me, like top five, is... That it, if you you know smoke a, a lot of weed before going to sleep, you don't dream. Oh, that's what's <laughs> been happening. I fucking love it. Oh no, I like to dream. I yeah. love not dreaming. Did you used to have bit weird? I dreams? don't have any dreams where when I wake up, I go, oh, I wish that would have kept going. Every dream I have is, where's that shirt that I need? And mm. not you know not a moment of why do you need that shirt? Like just put something but else on. I like like I have fucked up stress dreams all the time, but I'll have like dreams where I'm being attacked and I have like noodle arms and I'm like I can't help myself. Yes, but I like that feeling of waking up and being like oh my god I'm not getting attacked with noodle oh, arms. Oh yeah, I like that. It's so great when horrible been... things happen because when they stop, it's such a relief. That's real. Wait, That's do you have real. the one where you have like you're driving and the roads are all weird and no- speaking of noodly and then the steering wheel breaks off halfway through? No, it's not no, quite that's like when that. you get a DUI. That's <laughs> when that happens. I just yeah, I have the dream where I'm like I can't push the brake doesn't work and I'm like wasted. Someone's like drugged me. Oh. And I don't drink anymore, so yeah, it's weird. Yeah, that for me might just you. have been a thing that happened. That could it be. Might not have been a dream. I was with but, Cosby uh, the night before. <laughs> we were all waiting for the Cosby joke, right? I'm getting, uh, uh, I'm getting very annoyed with lyrics that have catchphrases in them. Like, you know, like, there's a song now that's popular where they just keep singing, uh, go big or go home. You can't just take an expression that exists and then sing it a bunch of times and then say you wrote a song. It's not right. fair, you no. know? It's cheating. It's like, it's like a song being a DJ. Hashtags. Yeah. Do they have hashtag songs? Bon Jovi had a do. song, Have a Nice Day. That's an expression, dude. That's not... <laughs> That's a bumper sticker. That's not <laughs> right. a song that you came up with. Well, that's like on Wheel of Fortune. I don't like <sighs> to talk about Wheel of Fortune because I hate it so much. I love it so much. Really? I mean, it's like my favorite thing on earth. Vanna White's like my hero. Pat Sajak follows me on Twitter. I'm like... When it goes from You Jeopardy... two should settle this by wrestling in the sombrero. <laughs> when it that's goes... where I get my fifth finger joke. Jeopardy to Wheel of Fortune is like the drop-off... This is embarrassing. From Sex in the City to Arliss. <laughs> For anyone who remembers that. Well, I heard one chuckle. You guys, we are nearing the end. We have to wrap this up. Thank you all so much for listening. You don't um, get extra time because it started late? You'd think we would, but no. No, they, they just cut into your time yeah. because they started late. I think I started late. It was you? I, I think it was me. Okay. She had to blow up the sombrero. Apologies, Apologies Bob. Um, so, Doug and Annie, tell people where they can go to find you guys. Oh, or well, I'll be. There's a nice spot outside where we smoke weed. You can you can catch me out there, and uh, all of my other uh, stuff, information about my live shows and stuff, is DougLovesMovies.com. Perfect, Annie. Um, I am Annie Letterman, A N N I E L E D E R M A N, on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and that's the only ones I like. And uh, I have a show coming out on E. September 18th called We Have Issues uh, co-hosting with Julian McCullough. Watch it. It's at 10.30 after the soup. Perfect. 
He's great. He's hilarious. It's a great team. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. And you can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Come see us. I'm doing a show tomorrow here at 7 o'clock and Monday at 2 o'clock. That'll be the Thursday gang of the show. Um, Thank you all so much for coming out. This was super fun. We are saying goodbye. We have a closing song. Closing song. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Allison Rosen show. Time on the Allison Rosen show.